So it's been what, like six weeks, seven weeks since we last recorded? Well, it's something, it's not like that. Been long enough for Adam's having to adjust my mic for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot sorry, how these things sorry, work. Adam. Quick question. Um, am I crazy, Ryan, or are you wearing glasses tonight and you've never worn glasses before? What, what's going on? Well, are those um, new? I'm, uh, when you turn 43, evidently your eyes go straight downhill overnight. <laughs> Are we bifocals? So this is the first time you ever had like any kind of corrective lens? It's not the first time. I actually got them, let's see, probably when I was 16, mm-hmm. uh, so I could see in English class. And within two weeks, I broke both earpieces off. <laughs> Chewing on them? <laughs> and the only, this is, a, this is a kind of a funny story. The only other time that I've worn glasses since then was when I went to see Seinfeld in college. And I knew I was sitting in the balcony. I knew I needed my glasses. So I took two yellow number two pencils. Mm-hmm. I taped them to my glasses <laughs> with black electrical tape. And I took them in. And I, my plan was only to wear it, you know, when the lights were out. <laughs> <laughs> and so within, I don't know, it was probably the first, I guess the intermission rolled around. And I forgot. I guess I just got used to wearing them. And this kid was sitting in front of me, I don't know, probably 12 or 13 with his mom. And I noticed him. He's turned around, pointing me at like, look at that man's glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and since then, I see that would have probably been 20-something years ago. That scarred you, and you just refused to have I haven't had them since, But I went to see Adam's brother-in-law. Uh, shout out to Lenscrafters. And he hooked me up. He, he actually he works, scared me to shout death. Shout out to Lenscrafters. Yeah. Where does he work, actually? Vision works? Vision works. Yeah. Oh. Well, just edit that out. (laughs) I was close. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, I went in and got my eyes tested, and he said, uh, you're probably not going to like to hear this, but I believe you need bifocals. Oh, foo, you've crossed the threshold. Man. Do you get your AARP card with those? I think so, yeah. (laughs) We get discount when we go out to eat now. Well, I'm so, literally, I'm just so unintelligent about glasses, anything to do with it. I've never, you know. I just don't know anything about it. And so when he told me that, I immediately was thinking of Ben Franklin. I thought bifocals still like had, you know how it looks weird at the bottom. (laughs) It's a little extra. I thought that's what it was. And so I immediately said, no, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, why don't we just start you out on some readers? And I said, that sounds like a good first step. So that's what I've got on tonight. Thanks for noticing that. Yeah. Well, I went to the eye doctor today. So that's, I think I, I had glasses on my mind. I've actually super glued these in the middle like four times. To get them to go back together, so I need new pairs of glasses back. You didn't tell me that they looked good on me, but oh, no, yeah. I did say they looked good on you. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah, that's the first thing I said. Yeah, thank you. We can rewind the tape on that. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a new hat, <laughs> you got a new hat, yeah, too. you had to go with the glass. Yeah, I'm a little top. Did they come with the glasses? Got a lot on the lot going lot on, on the old head. Mallet. Yeah. yeah, I just felt like I needed a new hat. I mean, did you get not much <laughs> of a story there? Did you get used to seeing <laughs> my, my thing with glasses? I wish I wear sunglasses all the time, so I know it's not a thing, but seeing a rim there when you're if you ever noticed having. Did that bother you at first? Seeing a rim. Yeah, like your glasses? rim of your glasses. Not until oh, you just said rim. that. Yeah, now no, that just, you've said ooh, it, I'm probably Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cross-eyed <laughs> looking at your rims of your glasses. <laughs> good to know if you do break these, you've got a, you get a couple number two pencils, you'll be good to go. It's all t- and some glue. I can't believe I've never heard that story before now. Oh, let's save it for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> years <laughs> it's generational. Years <laughs> so we've got a lot of catching up to do. We've had... Uh, a lot of internal breaking stories, a lot of uh, shenanigans, mm-hmm. to say the least. But I guess as good a place as any to lead off is we had a couple of cliffhangers. One being just the whole Lance going to a NASCAR event. That that probably needs to be discussed. But I've been on pins and needles 
want to know what's happened to your butt cheek. And I haven't asked. And there's been <laughs> he's no. Look, he's looking at Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's, no, butt yeah Ryan's butt cheek. There's been no discussion off the pod. It was save it for the pod. So he left I the people that, hanging. Is that, that what I left uh, the last episode with? Was uh, I don't a remember, story about my left I, butt I, cheek? There was something. Either you left it on the last episode or you told us about it after. I don't know. But there's, well, this is several, there's some left butt cheek drama. Well, compared to the future medical stories that we're going to hear on this episode, this I realize that this this pales in comparison. Yeah. But at the moment, let me take you back to it. Uh, I'm buck naked, mm. which is important. Yeah, uh, I'm getting ready to get in the shower, I guess, and so I'm standing up to pee. As one would do when they're as one would do, yep. as a man does. <laughs> now I did a weird move. I don't I don't think I normally do this, but for whatever reason I did, and so I kind of put my left hand on my hip. And my fingertips were reached around, touching my left butt cheek. And I felt something that, hmm. like, immediately scared me to death. Was somebody behind you? Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you in prison at the time? Yeah. It was Kyle. Did the, did the soap hit the ground? <laughs> so I reached back, and, it, and it's just, like, the smoothest. Like, my skin is, like, so smooth. It's almost like I can't feel it. Like as well, you know, it's like it's lost sensitivity, super smooth, almost like glass. And I'm reaching around and it's far enough. I'm not very limber. I don't know if y'all knew that about me. I can't see my left butt cheek. And so I'm just, you know, running my fingers around there trying to feel what this is. Cannot figure it out. But it's enough to where it scares me because I know this isn't normal. And so I go over to our, you know, the long mirror that everybody has in their bathroom. (laughs) turn around I'm kind of getting a, a mirror peek at it and I still couldn't tell I could tell it was something odd <laughs> and so finally I'm visually I'm, I'm feeling, with you there now. yeah you know you with me now? Yeah, yeah yeah it's just uh stunning really and so I'm rubbing it and I cannot find like any edge to it it's just like there's this weird spot on my skin what I end up pulling off this is maybe an explain it to Lance explain how this <laughs> got there is there is a peach a, a peach a piece of scotch tape <laughs> stuck to my left butt cheek. And I'm telling you, when I pulled it off, I was like, well, this is probably, you know, you buy like a new T-shirt or something, it's got tape or yeah. something. has no fiber, no fuzz. It's, I'm telling you, this is a clean piece of scotch tape. It's not Christmas. We didn't have any birthdays. I was going to say, did you have a wedding anniversary that you needed to spice I mean, I'm up I'm telling or something? you, I have not used tape in a while. <laughs> How in the world would it have gotten there? How long do you think it that's have been more there? What yeah. I'm con- yeah. That's more what I'm concerned about. Yeah. There's no telling. It could have been there for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. I know like uh, like undershirts will come taped together sometimes. It, exactly. New undershirt, New, possibly. Anything like that? Not that I can remember. I've try- I tried to trace every step. I asked Catherine about, you know, had she had the tape out and she worse. <laughs> Right. Didn't think this. Use, using it all haphazardly. It sort of sounds like a prank your boys would pull, but how would they get access to your do. butt cheeks? What? It doesn't yeah, make any like sense. I was asleep yeah, in bed. Yeah, and right. They just stuck a piece just on there. Just lay, laying in the buff across your bed. Dad will never know what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's a well thought out prank. <laughs> yeah. That's a random. I can see I Reed, put it past Reed. I can see Reed saying, you know what? <laughs> see how long this. Uh, my thoughts are, too, while you're staring in your. In my mind, in your tall mirror, looking, turn around, looking at your old brown eye back there. If Catherine walked in, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, old brown eye. Old that's brown the, eye. That's the cow we we know and love right there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that may not have been worth the wait, but well, it's that's it's, the story. It's better. It's some of life's mysteries that we'll never solve. But well, 
I, I have been dying to, to hear about Lance's yeah. NASCAR highlights. Yeah. Yes. Is, are you a NASCAR fan now? I'll tell you what, like, it was an awesome experience. Like, so if you didn't check out last episode, I went to the, uh, went down to Daytona, Florida, Daytona Beach, and went to the, I guess it was the Coke Zero 400 or something like that. Never been to a NASCAR race before in my life. And, um, I mean, it was awesome. Like, I, I, I can't say enough good things about it. The only issue is that, yeah, I think it's ruined the NASCAR experience. It's, it's basically um, spoiled me yeah. for any future races because we went on this kind of like all-access lounge level that uh, Kirby got us access to, which had like free food, drinks, and we sat up like higher above everybody yeah, else. Yeah, which, which is I, the trick at NASCAR. You want to be up You want to be higher, yeah, yeah because yeah. of the sound and everything like that. So everything was incredibly loud. I mean, it was – I was really impressed with like the paint jobs in the cars. Like, oh, yeah, it just looked yeah. spectacular yeah. at night. And the food was actually fabulous for like a buffet style food. It was great food, good service all night. The funny thing though is that maybe two or three days before we're about to, you know, fly out, um, we start looking at the, the tickets and looking into like the fine print on them and we found out that there's like a, a dress code for being like Ooh. on the lounge level access. Ooh. And so we're like, crap, you know, we, we had really planned to show up like looking like white trash. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That um, wasn't going to fly. Huh? Yeah. So I, I kind of went with just my, my standard get up. I had shorts and button up shirt and shoes and, uh, but Kirby, oh, yeah, Kirby and Zach, they, they went all out. Um, basically Kirby went with like this, cut off sleeve Dale Earnhardt shirt and he had some jorts on and Zach had these fabulous like pit viper sunglasses um just just amazing just so we're 1980s NASCAR oh yeah 1980s he's got a he's got a macho man Randy Savage shirt and so what they did is they Mm -hmm. actually packed like two pairs of clothes they were like they were like we really want to wear these like you know trash outfits that we put together so that was their base yeah 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 that's that's smart so they kind of had like a, before we went in there, they had like a, threw on like a button up shirt over the top of it. And we go up there and we get, you know, checked in. They check our bags and all that, scan you for whatever. Check you know. your bags. What? I mean, this does not sound like a NASCAR no, experience no, at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they check, you know, whatever. I think we had a few bags or something. Oh, um, I, when you say check your bags, I thought it was like a, uh, you take your coat and, uh, no, you know, that would be nice. Give your glass <laughs> <of> champagne. <laughs> oh, can I, I take your, your coat, coat, sir? Yeah. Mr. Jones, welcome to your suite. No, it was just like a security <laughs> check thing. Yeah, so okay, once we got sorry. all past that, they eventually like gave us like this gold wristband. And we knew once we had the wristband, we were like golden. So we got the wristband. We get on the lounge level access. Turns out, Nobody gives a crap. Yeah. Like everybody's you just wearing NASCAR race. whatever. Right. But like we thought, you know, hey, we don't want to show up here and get kicked, you know, out, kicked before out the party gets going. Better to be overdressed than underdressed. Yeah. So, Always. but uh, no, it it was fabulous. Like we before the race started, we went down this elevator and we ran into this like security person. We're like, hey, how do we get out onto the track? Because there was a bunch of festivities going on there. So we go through this like gate and. Like, we go through this gate, and all of a sudden, we're, like, right out there, like, right on the edge or whatever, and it, it kind of looks like we weren't supposed to go out that way, right. we did anyways, and then we try to come back in that way, and they're like, no, 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 you can't go, and we're like, no, no, we got a wristband, get out of our way, so we kind of walked around, <laughs> it's gold, it's gold. Yeah. get out of our way, golden wristband. <laughs> so we kind of walked around like we owned the place, um, it, it was great, uh, the trip actually was a pretty, pretty big success, I think we've gotten smarter as we've aged, and we didn't go, we didn't go as hard, uh, but it was still a good time. But we have decided that from now on, instead of a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
we're going to add a day. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Needed an extra You didn't lose day. your underwear this trip is what I'm hearing. Did not lose the yeah. underwear. Look at you. Yeah. And you know how I always kind of have to say a little little negative thing about each city I go yeah, to? Yeah, let's okay. hear it. Bar scene, Daytona Beach, not great. They talk mm. they talk it up like it's good. And we were like, hey, you know, let's let's go to this bar. And they were like, well, you know, that's, there's a bunch of biker bars down there. Right. You don't want to go there. And we're like, no, nah, let's go down there. Let's check it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're here. Why we turned not? we turned the corner, and my buddy Nick was in the back, and he goes, "Man, it looks pretty murdery down here." And I'm like, "It did." Like it was like. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's in a macho man t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we walked we walked <laughs> down shorts. to a few bars, yeah. but bar scene it, it just it wasn't great. We still had a good time though. Yeah, yeah. That's not the NASCAR experience I've ever had. Oh no, <laughs> we were treated like kings. Your next trip needs to be to Talladega. That'll really bring you back down to earth. <laughs> You'll see things down there that you can't get out of your mind. I mean, Daytona is like the mecca. Yeah. That's, that's it's a Super about Bowl. about as good as you yeah. get. Yeah. yeah. Super Bowl. That's that impressive. I really don't know how to segue to one of the biggest stories that's ever been told on the pod. Well. I mean, one didn't of you us, guys go camping? Yeah, we went camping, and it ended with a helicopter ride. So that's pretty cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's not one of those fun, like, pay $40 and make a couple laps around the city helicopter ride, but... It landed at a hospital. Yeah, it it, it was a... Spoiler alert. Yeah. There's a a lot of people with a lot of questions. uh, There's a lot to unpack. want to know about this story, so let's let's start to unpack it. Let's turn it over to Adam. Yeah. As my friend Kyle said, we did go camping at David Crockett State Park in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Yeah, close to Alabama line for those who need geography. Really nice park. What I thought was going to be the biggest story of the camping trip is Kyle's site where he had his camper was billed as a slight incline. And it was like I would have had to put it in four-wheel drive to get up it. Like We had to crank the front of his camper up so high that we were like, we were running out of blocks, yeah. basically. We had all the blocks it, we all had. It was almost eye level. Yeah. I had <laughs> a basement. I could almost park my truck under my camper. I had a basement setting. Yeah, so uh, Kyle and his family left early. Well, they didn't leave early. They left yeah, about 10 minutes before yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So we're in line to dump our tanks. There's one guy in front of us, and as is usual, that's 100% my job. My family stays in the car, which is fine. And I have my little routine that I've gotten. So I'm kind of screwing around, waiting for the guy in front of me. And I notice there's this little this little lanyard thing that Every was, good story starts with, I was kind of I screwing, screwing around. around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, y'all, watch this. Yeah, right. So there was this little lanyard that was hanging off of one of my pipes that I've noticed for a long time. And I was like, oh, I'm going to cut that off. you know. So I pulled out my pocket knife, which was extremely sharp that I had just sharpened a few days earlier. And I cut it off and then the lanyard and then I flipped the blade over and I was using it kind of as a pry basically to like pull it out but I I was putting a lot of pressure on it and the blade it's a pocket knife so it flips open and locks I'm holding it down really hard the lock either I unintentionally released it or it released itself and all that pressure flipped the blade back and turned it into basically a, a, a paper cutter it, so i realized what had happened i'd cut my finger and i run to the car and i yell julia you're gonna i'll just cut myself it's really bad so she gets out sees it's bad and the first thing she says is i gotta call jessica yes which is my wife mm-hmm. so we're 15 minutes down the road jessica looks over me with this inquisitive and, look on her face well when i hear really bad too yeah. i'm thinking like Four or five stitches. Right. You know, yeah. Like a, Can you like a, tell at that time how bad it is? Or are you not really sure? Well, as soon as I, you know, you, you, you realize you 
screwed. It was at that moment. You, know, you, you realize <laughs> you, you screwed up. You get up. instant blood. You know you've cut it. Well, good. I mean, I, cut, I, I was like, ah, oh, and I pull my hand up, and the top half of my pinky is completely horizontal. So I'm holding my hand and my like pinky, a 90 degree. The angle. top of yeah. my pinky is doing this, mm-hmm. and I knew. So it was yeah, a good. I knew cut. it was bad. It almost cut the whole top half, like from mid knuckle up, almost completely off. At this point, wife looks over to me with an inquisitive look. She actually gets a text message. She says, "Julia just texted us oh, and she said, texted you? yeah, she texted us and said, <laughs> no emergency. Can you guys turn around and come back? Adams hurt himself." This that's is, all we use. That's, that's the first the time I've text. heard this. Yeah. Get, get, get to this when so you can. So my, my mind time. immediately <laughs> starts racing like he was literally Feel behind me. He was behind me in line dumping yeah. his, his tanks. Unless he's lit his poo on fire and it exploded, I don't know how the man's hurt. How, <laughs> which, how which is he hurt? not be completely... Uh... Yeah. So I'm like... Well, and, of course, we're on this road and I start looking for somewhere to turn around. It's like, well, get more details. I need yeah. to know what's, you know, like, what's going on. So she calls her. Why does he need you? Yeah, doesn't call, calls, doesn't get an answer. Well, she calls back, and she and I can hear her talking, you know, on the cell phone. You can hear somebody like, and and Jessica says, say that again. What are you saying? And I could hear her say, Adam has cut his finger off. <laughs> and I'm like, and she just looks at me, kind of this white looks like, you've got to get turned around. So I just, you know, at this point, I'm not, I, I screw looking for a place. It's wide enough road. I just pulled a U with my camper and everything. So we're about 15 minutes away at this point. So, sorry, Adam, during, yeah. uh, during this time, are you, like, trying to wrap the finger and yeah, stuff? Like, so, what's your... All right, so back to Adam. Let him fill in some details. No. I'm, I'm learning myself. Yeah. This is interesting. Um, so as soon as I did it and I'm holding it up and it's it's not spewing or anything blood. But, I mean, it's definitely... It's obviously bleeding. Yeah. And uh, so she gets out and she comes over and she grabs some paper towels out of the um, glove compartment and I wrap it around there, and she's like, sit down, you know, and hold your hand up. And that's pretty much all I could do at that point. And she, that's when she said, I'll call, I'm going to call Jessica. I said, I think this is a little bit more. Yeah, Jessica. you might ought to call the 911. <laughs> she's, like, yeah. Yeah. she's like, well, I don't even know where we're at. And and uh, and I said, call the, I said, call 911. I was like, that's kind of what it's there yeah. for. So she calls 911. Um, we're at a park, and I, and I remember mentioning to Kyle earlier on that weekend. I was like, I've never seen so many park rangers at a park. And we've been to some yeah. pretty large parks that had, you know, full or at least part-time park rangers. We saw no less than four. They're out. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like you saw them when you pulled in and you didn't see them until you left. I mean, they were out constantly. And so one of them showed up within, had to have been within a couple minutes. I mean, it felt very quick. So, I mean, I'm sitting down, basically holding my hand above my head, with my head down for multiple reasons, you know, and I was telling somebody recently, I was like, you know, the worst part for me is, you know, I'm looking around at the situation and honestly, I mean, forget my hand for a second. Like I was concerned about that, but I'm looking around at my truck, my camper, everything is loaded up. Every, all this is my responsibility. It's my responsibility to dump it. It's my responsibility to get it, get it home, get it unloaded. All these things, Total dad move, finger oh, cut off, and I'm like, I, I, I got a lot uh, to do. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. and I mean that sincerely. Yeah. It's like, I, it's at that moment, I, I, honestly, that's all I could think about. I was like, God, what am I going to freaking do? What am I going to do? Like, I got to get this. Who's going to do this? Yeah, can somebody tape this so I can? Somebody just cauterize the end of this thing. Yeah. Let's get back yeah. to work. Yeah, I've watched Rambo. I know how this works. <laughs> so you know you're a good dad slash husband right there. Well, yep. I mean, you know, it just you you have your responsibility. We yep. all have yeah. our responsibilities. The things that we know. You know, your, our wives have responsibilities for things. We have responsibilities for things. 
And a lot of times those don't interject, (laughs) you know, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. And then we have our mutual thing. But I mean, there's certain things that are my responsibility only. One of that was just driving my truck. Like Joey has driven my truck one time about a hundred yards Actually, it was it was the weekend we were there. It was yeah. the first time to really drive it, and that was minus the camper on the It back. was definitely minus yeah. the camper. And oh, by the way, we're an hour and a half away from home. Right, and uh, and I'm thinking about that too. So so the the ranger shows up, and he before he can even get like gloves out, an ambulance pulls in. I mean, I can hear sirens, and that, that's when I knew I was like, oh man, I was just embarrassed. Yeah, you know, as people are starting to there's a scene look around, starting to develop. Yeah, and I'm just that's just not me at all, dude. I, I just I was mm. just. I was mortified at that moment. I was sick. And um, so the ambulance got there and then, and I was fine. I mean, I cannot, I've got a picture of it from the ER that I still cannot look at. So, I mean, but I was fine feeling. And when the, I have seen that picture. You didn't get like woozy from blood loss. Well, that's what I'm getting to. So I was fine. And then the EMT like unwrapped what I had done Mm -hmm. to take a look at it. And I saw it. And I said, I'm fixing the pass. I mean, I just got that cold wave oh, yeah. come over me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy, this is, this <laughs> yeah, is really bad. The tunnel's going, eeeh. Yeah. And uh, even when the EMT was like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> oof. Yeah, that's never a good sign. Yeah, it's like your doctor going, ooh. Yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> that is gross. Yeah. Um, so as they're like, just, I mean, all they can do at that moment really is just wrap it up. Oh, meanwhile, my kids are losing their minds. I was about to ask. Julia was fine. I was fine. But the girls, it scared the crap out of them. I mean, they got really upset. And they they thought I was going to die. They see the EMTs. They see blood. They see an ambulance. They're like, what is happening to him? And that kind of cooled me down quite a bit. And so they loaded me in the ambulance. By this time, there's people coming. The show out. is on. The show, yeah, is yeah on. it is on behind the poop station. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let's all gather around the septic tank. Yeah, but uh, and like I, I looked over and I saw this lady who I've never seen before holding Molly, my youngest, and you which know, turns out I think, if I'm not mistaken, that she was a school counselor. I, I mean, what is that, the odds yeah. of that? Like uh-huh. uh, somebody that kind of deals. You know, with some traumatic Great things with kids, just happens to be at the yeah. campground. Is there? That was when I got there. She was talking to the girls. So, yeah, that was pretty wild. There was a lot of prophetic moments that happened yeah. during that. And so, uh, so one of the things the EMT said when he got a glimpse of this and was talking to me, he said, "You you may want to think about getting life lighted." I was like, "Life lighted for a pinky finger?" Now, wait a minute, am I dying? I know. I was like, yeah. "Is this serious?" Yeah. He's like, "Well, you only got about three hours before they can reattach it." I was oh like, my oh. god. Okay. Yeah. Call them up. Yep. <laughs> ring, ring them up. Let's go. And uh, which I later found out was not technically true. Oh. For the record, uh, <laughs> if you completely <laughs> lose one of your digits, it's three hours to to, to put it back together. You still had a little hanging on there. I still had, not only did I not have enough hanging on, I could still had feeling at the end of my. So the nerves were still reattached. And part of it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it was through the bone completely. And uh, so I think it was more like 12 hours. Yeah. But when, uh, so, so anyway, so we. But in your mind at this point, we're. Now the time's ticking. ticking. Yeah. yeah. We got to so save like this how, digit. How much yeah. time do you think has elapsed for the, the yeah. EMT to get there? And then how long did it take the helicopter I mean, I to get got there? back and we get U-turned. We're coming back. Ambulance passes us. Okay. Well, that's Adam's ambulance <laughs> yeah. coming in. Then we get pull, out of the way, we to make that right turn. And y'all been to that campground. You're a mile, mile and a half from the entrance. I look, here's old life flight circling. And Jessica had happened to be back on the phone with Julian, like, hey, they've got to life flight him to save his finger. Gosh. 
So we get this information. I see the life flight. So we're like 15 circling. minutes. Yeah, it yeah. can't be 15, 20 it minutes at the most. Yeah, it was quick. I mean, from the time this happened to the time I was in the helicopter was maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. It was crazy how fast. I never saw out. him. What, the time we got back, they already had him in the ambulance and were pulling yeah. you out to yeah. whatever field they were landing in or whatever. Just right down at the front of the park, which yeah. wasn't more than, like you said, maybe a quarter of a mile. Right. It, it, it's four hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> just now, for that. Now you left a fun <laughs> part out. Right. You left the fun part that's out. The only bill I've seen so. One far. of the EMTs could sympathize with yeah. you, because he was also missing a couple. Of oh yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Do you let fill me in on that part uh-uh. of the story? Well, so the EMT that told me that I I should think about getting life lighted was, as I later found out, he was like the boss and he knew what he was talking yeah. about. So when we get in the am- ambulance, one of the guys was trying to get, and these are just good old boy, yeah, Lawrenceburg, right. Lawrence county whatever it is i mean they're you know super nice guys so one of them's trying to get uh, an iv in my left arm and this is probably too much information but i know that on my right arm i have a really good vein i've given blood several times anytime i ever give yeah when you shoot heroin you know where you're oh yeah you know those veins yeah. <laughs> so i've been hurt yeah told uh so he went for my left arm and i remember one time when i was trying to when i was going to get blood and i and i said i'm going to give him my left arm because i want to use my right hand to play with my phone and I realized how hard it took for them to find the vein in my left arm. So I was mm. made a middle note, never left arm again. So he's digging around inside my left arm, my elbow, trying to get. Not only is my finger hanging off, now you're stabbing yeah. my arm. Dude. And I swear that was, and that was hurting more my finger. And I said, man, I said, hey, right, right arm, much better, much better. And he, no, I almost got. I was like, no, seriously, I got a much better vein over here. I give him blood. No, I almost got. I said, you know what? Here's my wallet. There's a ten dollar bill in there. You can take it out right now if you'll pull that needle out and put it in my right arm. And meanwhile, Robbing the man. Meanwhile, the main up to four hundred and ten dollars yeah, right. of expense at this point. Yeah. So meanwhile, we haven't landed the helicopter yet. And he's already right. running up the bill. So the main EMT guy, he was like, I got it, I got it, I got it. So he starts doing my right arm. So the poor guy that couldn't get it in my left elbow, I felt like he felt dejected. And I said, here, do me a favor. I gave him my phone. I said, go out there and take some pictures of all this going on. I want this documented. And no kidding. I got like four pictures of the ambulance, of the helicopter, and the whole scene. He did like a wide shot of the fire engine and all this stuff. I was like, see, that, that's what you're good at. Yeah, let's keep it simple. EMT, not so much. Good yeah. photographer, though. And so I was only in the ambulance for a few minutes and then the helicopter dude showed up and they had to like carry me in the stretcher. No, yeah, stretcher. The stretcher yeah. And it's just, I mean, it was just, it was kind of humiliating, quite right. honestly. I mean, it's not like, it's, I'm holding my finger up. Right. You know, other than, other than, you know, the top half of my pinky finger, I'm 100%. Yeah. And, Most uh, people getting loaded mm-hmm. on a life flight are getting chest compressions yeah. and and they're picking up pieces right. of them on yeah. the way. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, it's like hold my finger, and so they get me in the, in the helicopter. I still cannot believe this is going on. Yeah, and, I, uh, I have to back up just a second. I got to pause you right there. So I'm pulling back into the campground, and I'm just trying to like get my bearings of like because I don't and I see the ambulance creeping past us. So I'm like I'm assuming he's in there. I can see the helicopter in my rear view mirror. All of a sudden, my Bluetooth explodes on my truck, my phone. I look, and it says, Adam Ray. I'm like, maybe Julia's got his phone or something. Answer the phone. Oh, it's Adam. <laughs> Sitting in the ambulance. I'm like, hey, man. You busy? Yeah. He said, hey, I've had an accident. Yeah, so I've heard. <laughs> we're back at the campground. He's like, uh. We received Julia's letter. Right, right. About us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A carrier pigeon. Yeah. So I'm like, and immediately he says, man. I don't know what about to do about getting the truck and the camper and all that back. I'm like, uh, I, we'll, we'll figure it out, man. I think you got bigger things going on. You just don't worry about it. We've already got it figured out, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I've 
not only did did all this go on, but I got a call from the man who's <laughs> minus one finger. So that was a. Uh, that was pretty, but there again, he was just worried about all the logistics of the things going on. But that, that was a funny. After I look back on the whole shock of all the thing, I'm like, he literally called me right before he got into the life flight to kind of go over what was happening, <laughs> recap the story. So I was like, okay, he's all right. Well, and I think it, and ironically, I think it made your kids feel better because when we got there, of course, the girls were still really upset. We arrive at the scene of the crime and. I'm like, girls, he's fine. I literally just talked to him on the phone. He's good to go. So I think that helped calm them down a little bit. So it was another good side effect of getting to talk to you. But anyways. So get loaded on the helicopter. I was going to pull a picture up for Lance's sake. There's me in the helicopter next to the pilot. And I was like, man, if I'm going to be in this helicopter, I'm going to take some pictures. And I'm going to make this worth my while. Yeah. Because I was that loosened. You know, right. they, they had to have given me something. They shot you full of the good stuff. I mean, I wasn't loopy by any stretch, but right. I felt exactly how I feel right now. I was yeah. like, and I'm sitting up. I'm like, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. You know, it's 1030 in the <laughs> Couldn't morning. Couldn't have asked for a better yeah. day to cut Blue your finger Bird off. day. Could not have asked for a better day. And by the way, here's the uh, photographer pic- at heart. This is the pit. These are the pictures that the uh, guy, the EMT was taking for me <laughs> <laughs> of the helicopter and the fire engine and everything. The whole scene. So yeah, so we uh, we take off and um, and we head to Vanderbilt and it took us about maybe forty minutes or so, 35, 40 minutes. And I'm talking to the guys behind me. I'm looking out my window, looking at these ridiculous estates. I yeah. mean, I've seen big housing stuff, dude. Franklin, that's where it's at. Yeah, you I got mean, that's, the... that's like the five hundred acre, thirty thousand square foot, you know, estate. So anyway. Long story short, we get there, we get checked in. There's a whole side story of the stuff that goes on in the ER that I won't go into. But um, that was so finally about 530 is when I had the surgery. So go back. It happened at 10 a.m. Surgery was at 530 all day long. I'm like, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Right. Yeah. Is my finger still attached? At one point, um, an ER doctor walked in and I guess he had gotten a a brief description of what happened. So he shows up with his little toolkit. He unwraps my finger and he's and he literally goes, Oh, that's a lot different than I was expecting. I think he, I think he was like, I'll stitch you up. Yeah, you can get out of here. And he was like, Oh, that's a lot worse yeah, than I, was I guess expecting. we better get this fixed. Yeah. I mean, I guess the note was like, man, cut his finger. And yeah. Took a helicopter yeah, ride yeah. for it. So, um, so yeah. Um, all that to say, like I it was like a two hour surgery and I went home that night and I've, haven't been able to move my finger. Yeah, you got some pins in there. There's two pins that are uh, that are crossed, which is really weird. The knife I have not touched. I had the rare There's pleasure of, of getting to pick that knife up and, and close it. You know, it's bad luck to close another man's knife, but I figure in the other circumstances, I just have to take the bad luck. Yeah. So go back to that one of your finger, Adam. Is it a bad picture? Yeah. I need to look away. Okay. Well, I mean, it's just, just tell me when it's over. It's I was just it's like, just his finger. Can, so you, tra- can you like trace with your finger where the right blade there. came down? Okay, it came down so there. So that was the weird thing. Fun fact about your I'll other finger, though, you found your out. ring finger. I closed yeah, it, you're Ryan. Good. You're good. Yeah. So <laughs> Ryan is our resident queasy man. So we're still doing the pod. Okay, I'm Yeah, I saw the whites of your eyes there for a second. It's the smelling salts out for Ryan. Hey, I'm the exact same way, man. I couldn't, I still, like, I, I got a picture of it that was taken in the ER that I came across on Vandy's app, and I I cannot look at it. Yeah. It just freaks me. It's the one you've seen. I'm the opposite. I but it, see it's it. a completely clean, I mean, it looks fake. It looked fake. I like what, when Jessica's like, because my wife's a nurse, she's, she told Adam, she's like, I got to see the picture. Oh, she couldn't wait. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, she asked me, she's like, you want to see it? I'm like, yeah, I want to see it. It's like that Ron White joke about the boobs. If you've seen one, you want to see them all. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I need to see a finger hanging <laughs> off here. 
and like it, a beer, it like literally like looks like something you would put out at Halloween. Like you know, you've seen the candy dish yeah. with the like to scare people. It's like, well, that's not real because there's literally no blood. It's just yeah. like that's fake. That's not real. So what's the um, like? What's your day to day like now in terms of like how do you how do you care for it and when yeah. do you go back for a checkup? So they pulled the stitches out uh, about ten days after. Found out later that I actually cut a tendon across the top of my ring finger as well. So they had to go in and sew that all up mm. and work on that too. It's real stiff. And my pinky, obviously, I can't do anything. So these, there's these pins that are in the top that that keep the bone from or allow it to heal. This is way too much information for a pod. But anyway, I'm already in it. So Isn't it amazing? The, the no, human shout out to the human body oh, that you, the finger was literally cut off <laughs> and it's healing itself. Hey, back. let me let me tell you a shout out. I yeah. mean, first of all, I appreciate the EMT being honest. Like you don't want to go to Lawrence County Medical yeah. Center to get this taken care <laughs> yeah. of. Like, if you want to if you want to cut it off, they'll take care of you. If you want it, if you want any kind of medical service whatsoever you need to get out of here as fast yeah. as possible talk about a blessing to live in a town mm-hmm. that has not only a plethora of hospitals yeah but hand surgeons like i had a hand surgeon yeah. i mean not you know I, my my dreams of being a hand model are probably dashed but to have that special to be able to use it yeah. oh yeah. yeah and have that you know 20 minutes from us well just, like you said you cut your finger off at 10 30 and some guy sews it back on at yeah. 5 30 in the afternoon and, yeah. yeah see me in a couple of weeks yeah that was basically it yeah. so yeah they'll pull those pins out in a couple of weeks and then i'll be able to actually rehab it but as far as mobility um the surgeon said it'd probably be pretty limited hmm. as, as to I, I don't i'm sure i won't have full function again yeah. but it is a pinky and you know he should not, be able to pick his nose with it so that's, yeah, that's yeah. i just want to i just want to itch my ear yeah with it. that's the only thing i really need for it i have begun the worst part about it, honestly is it's my right hand and i'm right-handed so i mean everything that i've done with my right hand is turned to my left hand yeah. um, and i've got this big splint that i have to wear all the time to keep me from bumping into it because if i bump in if i bump my finger it's it's in that shock wave up the spine yeah Yeah. Yeah. but other than that i mean it's not i mean it's probably a two on the one to ten scale constantly but yeah it's more inconvenience than anything else but so i do have to give a little shout out rewind the whole situation we we start adam's already on this helicopter ride sending pictures he's texting me pictures of himself from the helicopter ride we're at the campground everybody was super nice down there we got everything situated so we're, we're trying to formulate a plan to get all the whole rig back and all that so our first thought is I, I I'm on the, I've been on the phone with Ryan like hey you may have to come down here with your truck we'll figure it out when we get down here lay the groundwork for that of course he was more than willing to do that but my wife has been on me for a little while she's like you know I think I could pull the camper blah 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 she's on like yeah whatever let's see good luck with that we'll we'll see if that ever happens well as luck so would have it she said you know what I'll just pull the cam I'll pull our camper I can do it it's fine and granted we're an hour and a half from home most of it a lot of it's interstate run we've got to go through Nashville so not hard but a little bit more tricky than that's a big challenge yeah it's a challenge if you've ever had to do anything like that so i'm like you know what that's our best option let's do it i said we'll just get in the right lane we'll take it easy we'll just make it back so i hop in adam's truck with his his wife and girls and she tucks in right behind me man we pulled it all the way back to your wife tucked your car in behind tucked the car yes there was my wife tucking anything no no she was not any she was in no position to tuck anything (laughs) she was uh i think they had come off of there yeah they had quite the morning they were ready to get home so we get it all back all the rigs back and and she did a good job we came through nashville traffic there was actually a lot of heavy traffic in nashville because of a wreck she did fine everything got back in one piece so 
shout out to her well going back to the the whole responsibility thing and the the amount of humility that you have when you realize that you're no longer in control yeah. you know I mean, that, that's another big guy thing dad thing mm-hmm. husband thing whatever you want to call it all in one you know I, i'm sure you guys are the exact same way i like to be in control i know i'm not fully in control right. of, of everything but i like to be in control of what i can control or at least feel like it and so when when somebody or something tells me you're out of you're no longer in control it's like well how's it going to get taken care right. of right when I'm, you're removed from the I'm equation i'm the only one that yeah. can do this and so finding out sort of midway and then later on not only had kyle like took the responsibility he left this part out he dumped my tanks he dumped my poo and everything else i've been in charge of adam's poo cleaned it out (laughs) brought the camper home meanwhile ryan who's been quiet he was like about to get in his truck and drive to lawrenceburg on labor day to come pick up my camper and take that i mean just that was very humbling very humbling, you know, to, to not only to, to realize that, hey, you don't have to be in charge of everything, but man, you find out who your friends are. No offense, Lance. I'm sure you would have helped me also, yeah. but I mean. <laughs> it just wasn't there. <laughs> he just didn't get it. He was in Daytona. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, was. Yeah. he was not in was shape to make it back to get to a camper. But that that was a big deal. And um, and then later on, um, I, I, like while I'm sitting in the ER, I, my ring doorbell camera kept going, keeps going off. And I look at the video at one point, and I see Kyle's truck, my truck, Ryan's truck, and, like, all y'all are in my driveway. My kids are in the driveway. My mom's there. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, what is going on here? How did this even happen? Julia's nowhere in A keg party broke out. Yeah, so Julia's, like, on her way to the hospital. Meanwhile, all these people are taking care of you when you can. I just, it, was, it was a humbling. Yeah. It was a humbling thing, so said it before but man I, I appreciate you guys stepping up in a moment that i had zero control nah everybody do this so. you guys do the same so find your more, more, more of the story get yourself some good friends yeah. <laughs> I, that I is had, a good moral i story. have a curiosity question about the whole life flight helicopter yeah. like how many helicopters do you think they have like running at one time so, okay and, so this I, I i probably should clarify this was not vanderbilt's helicopter uh, okay. it was stationed i don't think they area. would have been there that fast yeah uh, um this was a yeah i, th- I don't know how this i think works. A, i think a lot of counties have a helicopter it's like their uber yeah helicopter yeah, yeah, yeah they, different regions that's one whatever. refurbished yeah yeah <laughs> they, was, had to, they had to get out nice. hand, they had to hand crank it to start it yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> <laughs> it was a World War II helicopter. Yeah. They didn't even have them back then. <laughs> I mean, beggars can't be choosers in that time yeah. of need. But it Will this puppy get there? If it will, let's take it. I, yeah. I, I remember distinctly thinking when I got in it, eh, it's a little snug in here. Like, I thought there'd it looked be small, more room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was tight. Um, there was nothing. Well, there was like a piece of plexiglass in between me and the pilot. But, I mean, well, you, if you, not, they I can't get COVID. I, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all it took. <laughs> He, he had a mask on the whole time, you know. I mean, I could have easily, like, reached out and touched him. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we were that close. And then, then there were two guys in the back who I'm sure their job is to keep me stable. Well, clearly, I was yeah. stable. I'm, yeah. I'm pointing out houses to the guy behind me, like, you see that house? Yeah. So that, I mean, and, and you're getting to wear the yeah. headsets where you can talk to oh, them, yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like a member and of so the crew I, at this point. Oh, yeah. Outside <laughs> of checking on me, like, every five or ten minutes, they were probably on their phone. That was right. a nice thing, too. We were only about 2,000 feet off the ground, so I had – Really good self Yeah, service. I was getting some good pictures from Life Flight. <laughs> I told Adam, I'm like, you're literally the only person in Life Flight that's got to enjoy the ride. <laughs> that sent pictures from yeah, the helicopter. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of like a regional type ambulance service, I think is what it was. Yeah. So 
they probably have those stationed in different counties and they'd, mm. they'd go anywhere within say a right. hundred mile radius yeah. or whatever it is so that was a labor day to remember boys yeah well since we're on the topic of er visits y'all mind if i tell a quick er yeah. visit? no it, it, it fails right in comparison to this no, one no no but well uh, there's no such thing as an easy <laughs> ER visit so. is this a recent er story this is on like top of adams last week oh yeah recent recent yeah last we, week we've been so, my chair over there. so yeah. i don't know if um like when y'all think about your kids i don't know if you have it like in your mind, you're like, if somebody's going to do something stupid, it's going to be this one. That <laughs> oh, does something yeah. stupid. We've all yeah. got that, we all yeah. have that okay. kid. That would be so, Jack in my family. I, I, of the three kids, it's obviously not Henrietta. She's too young. Yeah. So between Jackson and Thea, who do you think would get into shenanigans and, and end up in the ER? Well, the mere fact that he's a boy. Yeah, it's got to be Jackson. Jackson. Okay, what do y'all think? I'm going to say it's going to be Thea. Yeah, I think you're playing the double switch. Yeah. My, I, I'm going to go does, with my gut. This is a, this is a bait and a switch. <laughs> yeah. I would say Jack. I'm going to say Jackson, but I feel you're right. It's Thea. It was Thea. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So Thea's the one that she's she does gymnastics. She, she jumps all over the place. She runs all over the place. Now, how, how old is she? She just turned three at the end of May. Oh, yeah. Right. And I'm always telling her, you know, don't do this, don't do that. Like, it's such a, it's such a, like, a dad thing to do, right. you know? You're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. Get hurt. And it's, you see the accident too. We don't ever oh, yeah. actually stop them. We just warn yeah. them that they're going to get hurt. And, and usually she has small accidents. And yeah. There's nothing more that I like as a dad than just being able to be like i told you so oh, didn't yeah, i tell you you're gonna get hurt yep okay so the plan is to get the kids to bed early so we can watch bachelor in paradise because you know we love bachelor in paradise <laughs> yes we do too. so yep. yeah and, and so we're uh you know we're making great time you know <laughs> we're like all right the kids are gonna be down <laughs> we're gonna watch well. this is yeah. going well too and well all of a sudden like like thea is a little bit of a hoarder and she has this like little baby blanket <laughs> that she uses with her dolls <laughs> But she's like cut the thing to shreds because I guess she likes to play with scissors apparently. Oh, yeah. So, so she's a lot of things to unpack here. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things going on. Yeah, 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 I don't like know which way objects. this goes. Yeah. Yeah. Edward scissor hands. So Jackson gets the blanket, uh, the little baby blanket that's all torn up, and he's like, "Daddy, he's like, I throw this away because I think we were just trying to get rid of stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, go throw it away. Mm. I don't care." And then Thea hears it and she goes nuts. She's like, "No, don't throw it away! Don't throw it away!" And of course, I don't like to see her cry, I get upset. So I'm like, "As a horror okay. would be, they just yeah. don't want to throw stuff away." Yeah. Like, all right, whatever, <laughs> Thea. You can you can have you can have the baby blanket or whatever. So she goes to get the blanket, but she's already got like a couple other things in her. She's a hoarder. She's carrying around her baby doll, a baby blanket, something else. Like 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 a it's actually like a long blanket that she sleeps with. So she goes back to get the baby blanket, and man, I wish I would have just thrown that that blanket away like Jackson was doing instead of give it back to her because once she got that extra blanket in her hand she turns to walk away and my back's turned so I didn't really see how she did it but later she told me that she slipped on the blanket like she's mm. you know it got underneath her feet and she just slipped on the hardwood floor and you know she just goes down starts crying I'm like all right you know no big deal she falls a lot she's kind of clumsy mm. so she gets up and I could tell that there's a little bit of blood like coming, you know, from her chin. So I'm like, okay, you know, still, I'm not, I'm not worried. Right. I'm not concerned. We busted her chin. Yeah. Band-aid. Where's the princess band-aid? Yeah. So I, I go to get like a band-aid or a paper towel and I have her look up. I'm like, <laughs> you know, look up so I can, you know, see where to put the band-aid or whatever. And as she looks up, I just kind of see the skin just oh, kind of separate man. from her chin. And I was like, Timmy, Get down here now. I need your help. I need your help. And she thinks I'm joking. She's like, are you serious? You know, something like that. Uh, she's like, because she's watching the show, right? Right. Yeah. Like, well, they just started. Wait to the commercial. She's, yeah. like, she's just thinking, I'm like calling her down here for something stupid like that, you know, I that I don't need her help for. So she comes down here and I'm like, 
Yeah, I think I think Thea needs to go to the ER because I'm thinking the band-aid's right. not going to fix this. And she looks at it and she's like, yeah, she needs to go to the ER. We're down to the meat on this cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so couldn't believe it that just falling like that, busted her chin open. And, I mean, maybe inch, inch and a half wide, something like that. Yeah. Wasn't, like, too terrible. But it was That's definitely, gash. yeah, it was definitely like a big sized gash. That's pretty impressive to yeah. hit on the floor too, without like hitting something sharp. Yeah. Oh yeah, hit. she had teacups in her hand too. Wow. So oh, I, I, I don't know if she actually hit the hardwood floor or hit, or the, hit the teacup yeah. or something. She also had like nine pounds of old newspapers yeah. Yeah. and uh, some coffee cups. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, <laughs> some she, eggs. Uh, well, fortunately, we live like five minutes from an ER that's not very busy at all, and. Uh, I just had her hold like some some gauze pads against her chin, and she did a great job of like holding it there. And honestly, we were in and out of the ER in like thirty minutes. I mean, like you know, maybe forty five minutes because they had to give her some numbing medication yeah. that took a while to set. So, did we get it stitched? Is that what got the, it all stitched yeah. up? Mm-hmm. Uh, had the stitches taken out just the other day. But yeah, you know, she was a trooper. I mean, they literally they used something that looked like a like a like an S hook or a fish hook or something to to, yeah. to to do the stitches in. And man, my stomach was just mm. turning. I mean, like I feel like I've seen much worse than this, <laughs> right. but just watching her get stitched up and well, just when it's hold your her own hand. Kid, it's like, oh. yeah. And telling her because the, the worst part about it was they had to take a little, you know, syringe and kind of poke different parts of her chin uh, just little by little to, that hurts to more give like the numbing yeah. medication or whatever. Done that a I think me and Ryan might take a break. Here <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got pictures here too. <laughs> yeah. you guys see. I, I can't even stomach this. Yeah, yeah. But no, she got stitched up. She's doing fine now. She'll, I'm sure she'll have a little scar there, but no big deal, but could have been a lot worse. So I was just glad it wasn't. I'm just worried that. about me and you, Ryan. Sounds like we're up next. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I have my left butt cheek. Oh, it's that's right. You got, you, yours was taped. That's right. I forgot your taped butt cheek. <laughs> hey, we've, we've been to that ER before at uh-huh. Sumner Regional, yeah. whatever it is. Yep. Um, Ella had a situation at church, as a matter of fact. Uh, she's probably six or so uh-huh. and uh, hit her eye on the table. And I guess you're. I guess there's parts like your eye, your chin. This yeah. it's really thin. You're really anywhere yeah. in your face is really thin, especially a part of your eye. She hit her eye and it it gashed at the side of her eye mm-hmm. open. And the same thing. We went there yeah. and they we were in and out. There's like nobody there yeah. on a Sunday. It exactly. was actually really nice. I mean, I think for stuff like that, it's perfect. She, she got stitches too. And she got stitched yeah. there too. They gave her. I think they gave her. They gave her some loopy meds oh, to, really? to help her calm down a little yeah. bit and did, did Thea get that no she didn't get that because I think That's she was impressive. pretty calm it was just she needed the the pain medicine but mm-hmm. what threw me off is the is like I always thought that they just did the the stitches that like dissolved and yeah that was that but no it was like they did one long running stitch and they had to have it taken out and I, I don't understand like the difference between yeah, when they know. use the ones that dissolve because right. I'm like why don't you just I don't know yeah. Anyways, hmm. speaking of hoarders and Sumner Regional, I'm going to tie the two together. <laughs> oh, segway right, right here. Here we go. This is a professional so segue. Sometimes uh, two stories come together <laughs> to make you think of another story. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, so my mom, she's not a hoarder, with the exception of everything that me and my sister did growing up. I mean, she oh, saved. She that, saved everything. She's a memento hoarder. So this is probably I'm going to say 10, 12 Christmases ago. We're over somewhere around Christmas. She's like, well, I've been going through the closets. Oh, yeah. And this will be a thing. Every few months, she'd pull out, like, this huge tub of stuff and be, like, something I colored in second grade. You know? Right. Well, she she brings out a tub, and within that, there's so much stuff in it, I have to take it home because you have to, like, spend a whole night sorting right. through it. Within it, I find an ER bill from Sumner Regional 
from when I got smashed in the face with a golf with a putter <laughs> playing putt putt golf. <laughs> I'm not going to tell that story, but it was my best friend Charlie Phillips at the time smashed me in the face on accident. Best For, former, took, former, former best friend. Best friend. Yeah. 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 He took a full swing at a putt putt golf course. Had no golf ended that friendship. But yeah. the crazy part is I got to see my ER bill from when I was in sixth grade. Uh-huh. An ER visit, full stitches. Like I think I had eight stitches. Wait, should we guess? Yeah, yeah I can guess. Yeah, so this, let's go back. This All is, right, so, so this, this would have been probably uh, mid nineties. I would have been eleven ish. I would probably, probably been eighty nine. Eighty. Okay, late eighties. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yeah. Maybe. Late eighties. Eighty eight. Yeah. Mm, golly. I'll say hundred bucks. Uh, stitches and everything. Stitches. Yeah. I'm gonna say they hit you for about two fifty. I'll say seventy five. Thirty six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation is real. Unreal. I mean, that's that's what four or five grand. Now. It costs more to park at the hospital. Yeah, dang, that's amazing. Unreal. I mean, that's a that's like a family of four going to Zaxby's. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, exactly. Which yeah. that's gone up a bit too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's amazing. Hmm. I I have yet to see the full impact of my little. Oh yeah, my little visit. Um, like I said, the only one that I've really seen that I'm out of pocket is the the actual ambulance. I have knock on wood. I have yet to see the helicopter. Yeah, they hadn't. I've heard that's going to be really. That still, they're still calculating yeah. that one. Takes yeah. a little while. Yeah, which is interesting. It's like it's been over a month now, or right at a month today. I would have thought they would have yeah. had it by now. I mean, I have no idea. But I'm thinking, what's the over under on the just the build charges? Not what you would have to pay, but just the oh, build I, charges. I think no less like, than twenty grand. Uh, I was thinking like 50, 75. Oh, yeah, I bet you think that like, helicopter. Dr. Anesthesia, all that, like it's just, yeah. It's gonna oh, be no, I'm talking just yeah. the helicopter. Just oh, helicopter. just the helicopter. Yeah. I thought you were talking about everything. Uh, the surgery and stuff, it was in the 20, 20 range. I'm going to say they're going to hit you for a nice Chevy Silverado pickup on that helicopter. About, about 50 grand. All in? Yeah. yeah. All in? That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I'd say that's probably pretty close. I was yep. pleasantly surprised with the bill for, for the, and I, we may get more <clears> bills, I'm not sure, but at least for the ER visit, it was going to be 150, but they were like, "But if you pay today, we'll take off 20 percent." And I was like, "Okay." They dropped it to like 120, day, yeah. and I was like, "There we go." <laughs> yeah, now we're, we're negotiating. Well, that's what insurance we did the does same for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've still. I think I will hit my yearly deductible. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully, so, if anything happens for the rest of well, the year, if we'll you want to get that, if you want to get that boob job, this would be the year to do it. <laughs> Me or Julia? Well, yes. To any of the above, I could get a reduction. <laughs> get those butt implants you've been. Eyes, yeah. Right? Just watch that tape. so we were at a three doors down concert uh what two maybe two weekends ago last weekend i don't know it was last weekend can't keep up it all runs together so Kyle and, and Adam and I are there with our wives. Uh, we're there with one of my good buddies. I'm not going to name his name because I'm getting ready to share a story about him and yeah, his wife. We'll, we'll protect the innocent here or the guilty. Concert was great, but it was really one of the conversations that I want to talk about. Cause we're, we're dads, and we have talked on here about discipline from time to time. And when's a good time to have a dad conversation? When you're at a rock concert. So that's right. what we did. Right. And so somehow yeah. we got into discipline, and they pulled out a tactic that – I want to share, and I just—it's worth discussing. This was a jaw dropper. This me. may be the most genius, diabolical form of, of punishment. Yeah, or it could be just terrible and off hmm. off the rails. I, I really don't know how, where yep. I land on it. Let me share it with you, and you guys can can be the judge. So what they did is in that 
what it sounded like to me is that moment of weakness as a parent where you get so mad you're grasping for anything and whatever comes to your mind you just go with it and so one of the children had lost their tooth that day and I don't know this scenario. I don't know exactly what they were getting in trouble for. But I do know that they were told the tooth fairy's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> I texted them. I said, don't even worry about it. Got a direct line. Maybe yep. next week. And the tooth fairy did not come that night. They, they, they stuck to their guns. Through, the odds. Which yeah, I think crazy. as a parent, you need to follow through on things. So I'm right. going to give some credit there. But let's just open it for discussion. Uh, we've all been there in those moments where we've done something that was just a little off the wall. Is that, yeah. What do you think, Lance? Threat, you mean threatened? Lance yeah. looks like he may be a little bit, a little bit troubled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What does it look on your face, Lance? So, sorry. Sometimes, y'all know I'm not the greatest listener. Um, and <laughs> I think about, I, when, once you said anything about a tooth, I started thinking about my own issues with tooth. With, uh, well, I'll get to this later. So, I'm sorry. What was the reasoning that the parents said the tooth fairy's not coming? Say. They didn't say it, it was, was just, a, it was just a form of a punishment yeah. for whatever was going on. It was on. just a time and there was a, okay, some discipline. So I guess I did that because I thought I had missed the context and I'm like, okay, well, why would they just blatantly say the tooth fairy's not coming? There was just some misbehavior by the kids and they just happened they to lose the tooth it, that they day. They used it as a they form used of punishment. They used it as the discipline that the tooth fairy's not coming. They reached down into the parenting tool belt. They decided, I don't want to pull out no, spanking, yeah, no timeout. Right. We're yeah. going to take the right. tooth fairy away. For, uh, for me, the tooth fairy is like a rite of passage. Like you lose a tooth, you tooth fairy visits you. That's that's just how I grew up. That's, so you're falling so on the diabolical I, I, I dis- side. Yeah, I disagree with saying the tooth fairy's not coming. <laughs> uh, that's like I've got that's the only good thing about losing your tooth. The only thing, <laughs> knowing this person, is it one of those things where you and your wife are looking at each other, and one of them just goes with what pops in her head, and I could think of the male participant in this that pops in his head, and he says. Well, there's actually the female that Ooh. popped into the head. Yes, yep, the wife. Ooh, I didn't hear this part of it. That's a, that's surprising to me. And that's when your spouse comes out with that, and you just got you look make eyes across the room, and you just oh, well, we're going with this. Yeah, I'm going to back you. On yeah, this. I'm going. We're going. <laughs> I with disagree, this. but I'm going to yeah. back you. <laughs> is it one of those panic situations? This is the best I've got right here. All right, if if one if you or your wife are going to come up with something like that, Kyle, who would it be? Oh, uh, me. Who would it be, Lance? Probably Timmy. Ryan. Well, I, I actually, I have a really diabolical <laughs> one that I, I have a related one. So that happened, probably be me. Happened within the It'd last couple too. weeks. Yeah, I was. So this was Reed. Yeah, you tell your early in his childhood. I would say he was probably five-ish, somewhere around the kindergarten range. And he drew a picture. I'm not even going to say what it was, but it was way over the line. Mm. Like. <laughs> Like, I saw red as soon as I saw it. I didn't care. There was no explanation. There's no context that could yeah. That could solve this problem it's that I see over. in front of me. And so you just don't know what to do, but you know you want to make a memorable point that you can never do this again. So what I did was I took that piece of paper, and I took two more. So you picture the white uh, printer paper. <clears throat> and I took out some scissors, speaking of scissors, and I cut those into the smallest I spent probably 30 minutes cutting those into the tiniest little pieces I could. All this time, Reed is sitting in our front room on the fireplace, at the fireplace, and he's in timeout. And I walk in there, and I give him a calm speech. I've had 30 minutes at this point to cut this paper <laughs> into microscopic you know, right. size pieces. And I said, I want you to think about this while you're picking all these up. And I threw them up like confetti. <laughs> 
they were everywhere in our den. I mean, New probably, Year's broke out. probably 10,000. And he spent probably, I would say, the next two and a half hours in there picking up those little shreds of paper. I love it. Not he's, proud of it, but I'm. He's never drawn anything. I feel anything like it's fairly genius. That you're creative. I thought. You where you're going with that is you're going to make them put it all back together. Yeah, glue like this back together. Yeah. That's next time. Yeah, yeah. that's the like, uh, man, that's, that's the six Smart, week Adam. punishment. <laughs> well, this has been. I, I would love to say this has been years ago, like you, but this was within the past week. This happened, maybe two weeks. I'm losing track of time here, but um, a I, I'm not one for hollow threats. I'm like you. You got to you got at some point follow through with your discipline with your kids. And I'm somewhat of a traditional disciplinarian. I came from that background. I just that's just how I believe, regardless what you think about that. But I've had this thing where our kids have got too many toys. They just do. Mm-hmm. They've got too many. They've got two sets of grandparents. Toys come from all. If we if they spend the night at grandparents, that's a license to go to the dollar store and buy four more trinkets. It's just the way it is. <clears throat> well, I've and of course at night they'll get spread out. I'm just like. Y'all got to pick up, you know, we're trying to teach responsibility, pick up your toys, get them up. You know, same old parents have been fighting it since the Stone Age. Pick up your stones. Pick up your stones. <laughs> Don't leave them laying in the cave. Um, step on it during the night. How blah, many blah, times blah. I got to sweep this cave yeah. up? Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's just getting old. And so I've been, I, the last couple of weeks I've been the hollow thread. I'm like, hey, if you don't want to pick them up, I'll take care of it. What are you going to do? Sure, somebody at Goodwill needs some toys or the trash can. We never, our trash can's big; it's never full. I'll get them in there. No, 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 and they'll half pick them up. Well, uh, it's just like I said about a week ago. It was one of those nights. Jack had forty-eight monster trucks out. Emery had ten Barbies. She's gotten pretty good about picking her stuff up. She does pretty good. Jack does the. He's three, so I can't do it by myself. Like son, who got it all out? Mm-hmm. I did, but I can't pick it all. You know that starts. I said, don't worry about it, son. I'll handle it. And he bit this time. He's like, okay. It's like, all right, well, we drawn the line in the sand. So I had just happened, we've got two trash cans in this little pullout thing. One is the trash on the left side, the other is recycle because apparently we're a green family. I don't know how we got in the recycling business. But <laughs> by the way, recycling, I have to wash everything that we recycle to put in this trash can. You like, you get a can, and you're like, well, make sure you put that in recycle. Well, let me wash it first. So I, that's a whole other You haven't showered yourself and you're cleaning yeah, the, you're I'm cleaning like, the well, trash. Yeah, I've got to wash this can of tomato sauce out <laughs> before I put it in the recycle bin. But anyways, I just emptied the recycle bin on the right side. So. I, it was empty, good to go. So I've, I've strategically flipped the trash can open, and Jack's working back and forth, and I time it just to where he's coming out of the living room, and I'm just in there just chucking monster trucks. Just a little dinosaur goes in there, and it just stopped him in his tracks. Just instant trauma. Daddy, what are you doing? I said, son, I'm taking care of the toys. That's not where they go. They don't go in the trash. I said, oh, that's where they go when you don't pick them up. I was fully committed. Man, I look up, and it just goes dead silent. I'm just chucking stuff in the trash can. I look over, and it's like old Yeller just died. I look, and he's just, these, I've never seen tears come out of a 35-pound kid. Like, I mean, they're as big as a Coke can coming out of his eyes. And he's went, he's, he's so mortified that he's went silent. If you've ever had that happen with a kid where something is, just shocks them so bad, they don't make noise when they're crying, that's where he's at. He's just watching there's nothing he can do but watch all his stuff go in the trash. And I and I look, and, man, instantly I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> Too yeah, far. Across the line here. <laughs> and Too much. And at this point, what do you do? So I'm like, well, obviously I'm not going to leave all this trash in the 
or all his toys in the trash. So in my instant snap brain, my the next thing was to do was pick him up and, and just set him on the counter and be like, son, we need to have a conversation. And I'm sitting here trying to reason with a three-year-old, like, look, I'm going to get your stuff out of the trash, but this has to be a lesson for you. you got to put all your stuff up or next time we leave in the trash. And he's not hearing any of it because he's still devastated. Yeah. Like, his favorite thing in the world are monster trucks, and I've just chucked them in the trash. And to him, there's no getting them back once they go in that trash can. So not a proud parent. But I will say the last week or so, it's been pretty good with the picking up stuff. So <laughs> You put the fair Yeah, it's a little guilt, but it, it seems to have worked so far. So that was a little extreme on my part. Not a proud moment. There's a dad or mom out there listening to this that's going to use that very yep. tactic. Hey, it works. Yeah. yeah that, is the, that is the worst part when you see it backfire. Oh, them. yeah. You're, they're well thought out disciplinary action, and all of a sudden you look over and they're just yeah. crushed. You know, they're not, they're not like, okay, fine. It's just they're crushed. And I look back and I'm kind of like, yeah, he just had his monster trucks out playing with them. I mean, I was trying to make a point about picking your stuff up and being responsible. And I literally throw his stuff in the trash can. I'm like, it's kind of might be on me a little bit. You know, they're only a kid for so long. I probably could manage that a little better, but. He'll never forget that. No. It's probably going to be a <laughs> therapist 20 years oh, from now. Yeah. I was like, oh, my time to dad throw all my stuff away. <laughs> like, your dad was a jerk. I feel like my life is in the trash Yeah. Now. <laughs> dad was such a jerk. I guess I'm a softy. I, I I think I would have backpedaled on that one. Yeah. I just I don't know, man. I can't not 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 ready yet. I mean, I, I think I'm hard on my kids, but I hadn't thrown any other toys away just yet. Yeah, well, hopefully <laughs> that makes you feel better. I do it when they're not looking. <laughs> yeah, oh, I have done that. There's some stuff. All the Sonic toys that Jack seems to love. You have to throw that stuff away when they're not looking. Yeah, yeah. and and we've made. I'm sure you've made the mistake too of laying it on the top of the trash. Yeah, you gotta like, hide it. Oh, I'll throw that away. Yeah. What? what? Did I throw the trash? Yeah. How'd that get yeah, there? I have no idea. Yeah. Gotta yeah. give it back. Oh, you gotta bury it in the trash, man. It's, especially if it's like a drawing that they did yeah. in like 30 seconds, and it's the, their pride and joy. Like, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> well, she has done that, and she has literally turned around and put it in the trash, like right in front of them. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, dang, give it a day at least. Emery's got, she's gotten to the phase. So like, she help, likes to help me roll the trash can out. You know, it's just something she likes a dad to help dad out thing. So we rolled the, the trash can out. It's been about two or three weeks ago. And she, she likes to look, flip the lid. I guess, I don't know, see what's in there. And right on top was something she had done in school. It was mm-hmm. like a little color of the letter B. And what does that sound make? And she looks up at me like bewildered like really? how why is that in the trash how jessica could you? jessica was working late he's like emory i didn't put it in there obviously your mommy did <laughs> and she looked at me and goes well i'll be having a word with her about that and i, I said as you should <laughs> let me know when cause yeah like to hear yeah because i want to be with an earshot of this so yeah kids man it's like, you never know especially when they get that little bit of intelligence oh man. yeah that's, that's when it gets scary mm-hmm so, so before we close it out, um, I need I need some suggestions because Ryan, you got my you got me thinking about teeth. Um, Jackson has his uh, t- actually I had two things about teeth. Jackson has his first loose tooth. And I don't know why, but it like terrifies me. I don't know what I think is going to happen, but um, he's had this loose loose tooth for I don't know like seems like four or five days now, and it's just it's just kind of wiggling back and forth, and I'm just kind of hoping it'll just innocently fall out. But I feel like Ryan has some amazing like diabolical plan to get a tooth out so any suggestions for does he keep wiggling it does he messing with it yeah he's messing with yeah it. so i'm hoping he'll it'll eventually just yeah. kind of fall out 
Emory pulls hers out, so we God, haven't crossed amazing. that. I'm yeah. still shocked by that. She won't. She'll keep working it until she gets it out. Now maybe it's the tooth fairy money she wants, but she's yeah. done her all her own. So I, far. I feel like Ryan's the, the type of person that's done like the string on the tooth and the slam the door. Uh, uh, Ryan's oh. probably got his own mechanical device <laughs> that he's geared up in his garage. That's just oh, you got a loose tooth. Let me run out yeah. the garage and get my my tools. He shoots it out with a BB gun. <laughs> I would. So read. Well, he'll he'll work on his his one he'll be loose on day one and by the end of that day it'll be out. That's why Emery uh, is. She so will not let it go to. I don't. Gone. I don't have yeah. the opportunity. And then Grant is so sensitive about it. Every one of his teeth. Mm-hmm. Here's here's how the last two have fallen out. Biting a Dorito. <laughs> because it's so loose yeah. that yeah, it fell out eating a Dorito at school. And the other one was like three nights ago. He it was literally like hanging there. <laughs> and you try, and you touch it. He's like, oh, it hurts. It hurts. He won't pull it. He woke us up at 5.30 in the morning. My tooth fell out. I just, I woke up and it was in my mouth. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's my worst nightmare. And swallow it, yeah. So, yeah. But Lance, yeah, I definitely, I would definitely like to use a pair of needle nose pliers. Yeah. Uh, or mm. I've always wanted to do the, I, I would take the, you know, string or yeah. floss. That's how my around. grandfather used to pull I've always wanted out. to tie it to the bumper of the car. And it, <laughs> <laughs> and hope it's loose enough you don't drag yeah, your kid right. down the road. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Whoops, that was the wrong tooth. Oh, I think I'll be doing yeah. that. Hey, talk it over to Jackson. Yeah, he wants yeah, to come over to Uncle Ryan's house. Ryan. Well, I always had in my mind with Emory when she got her first one that started coming loose, not knowing that she was going to be the one to extract her own teeth. I'm like, I was thinking about the gorilla tactics of when that, I know it's loose enough. We're, we're just going to be sitting on the couch and I'm just going to go full attack and just reach over there and just snatch that tooth out of her head. But like I said, I haven't, not with Jack, my, I might get that pleasure. Speaking but, of things that they may be in therapy about yeah, later on. I just was going to go gorilla tactics and just pow, just sneak it out of there. Yep. Uh, so this is another thing. This is a pet peeve of mine I've never discussed with anyone, but why do we insist on saving their baby teeth? Oh, oh, oh you're supposed to do that. Okay. I, I don't. I would say I don't know that you're supposed to, Lance. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like we always have. We've got. You mean the to- you mean the tooth fairies? Let get gets us to them to save. Right. Exactly. And yeah. so we've got a ton of these teeth just laying around. <laughs> I mean, what's the future use? We're going to give them to our kids. They can yeah. care. No, they're not. So like, do y'all save the well, baby we've teeth? We've got all of them. I don't know why. I think but. Julia does, but I mean, maybe your first, maybe, but you definitely don't need like your fourth. We need to get some moms on here to yeah. tell us what the reason yeah. behind saving Because you don't see those in the baby book. You're, you're not flipping through there. Well, maybe like, make oh, a necklace out of it later yeah. on. Oh, here's yeah. their teeth. <laughs> These are my victims. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's just my children's teeth. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Hey, Molly is, Molly's got her maybe, I think, fourth loose tooth right now. It's her front. Mm-hmm. And all the, the first three, there's been a story behind all three of them. The very first one she lost, she swallowed. <laughs> in her sleep and it's the same thing just like just like Grant it was so loose that she woke up in the morning like my tooth's gone <laughs> and so uh, and the second one I think I may have pulled that one the third one was her front tooth and it's been crazy loose for a long time and uh, my niece brought her dog over and it, which is a pretty good sized dog and we have a cat as we've talked about so the front door opens the dog runs in the house the cat does a complete double take, darts into the other room. Molly tries to pick him up. The cat knocks her tooth out <laughs> and runs into the room, and the dog chases the cat under the bed. All that happened within 10 seconds. And Molly goes, my tooth's gone. 
All you needed was the Benny Hill music yeah. playing. Did it right. So the cat knocked her third one out. The fourth one is super loose right now, and I'm like, we're we're going we're going out of town tomorrow, and I'm like, I think we should wait because we need another story behind. This yeah, they need maybe we'll lose team. it on the plane. Speaking of baby teeth. Emory has this book called The Human Body, and it's one of those books. If y'all have ever seen them, you, you shine a flashlight behind the page, and it show like the skeletal system. It's a pretty neat little book. Then they show one that shows the brain. Like towards the back of this book, it shows the teeth, and it shows how your baby teeth are in, and then how your adult teeth. Have y'all ever actually seen how, like, all your adult teeth are in there, mm-hmm. but they're like up in your gums and all. And it shows a picture of how your teeth, you're born with all your teeth. It's the freakiest looking mm-hmm. thing. Like all your your adult teeth are in there and eventually it triggers and the teeth, your baby teeth get loose and your teeth, your adult teeth push them out. It's the freakiest yeah, looking I thing. I've never even about thought that. about that. Yeah, your teeth are already in there and they're just like all up in your gums, down, down in the canals and root canals and all that and they just pushes the other one out. I bet there's a really cool, like, fast motion video right. of that on YouTube. like a time elapse Yeah, where they thing. just start shooting up. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I don't know how I got there, but... Yeah. Kind of like whack-a-mole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so just pop up. Yeah. It is crazy when one comes out and you kind of see it form and start coming down, like, just yeah. in a, usually in a fairly decent way. Yeah. Fairly perfect way. It's crazy. Especially the front ones. Yeah. There again, shout out to the human body. We yeah. can put fingers back on, your teeth just pop out and... God is a mad scientist. Yeah, he is. Real quick. Shout out to the big guy. Yeah, well, I was going to say real quick, shout out to uh, Stephanie Harding and Long Hollow Dental because yeah. I had an issue with my tooth. Uh, apparently, we had a rough week last week because yeah, I, for, for about helmets in your house, for dude. about 10, 15 seconds, I thought I had knocked my tooth out. Uh, y'all know I love CrossFit, and this is, I feel so stupid. This first time I've ever done this, I was doing a bunch of pull-ups, and then on my very last one, came down. Mm-hmm. As I was coming down, like I guess my, my – you know, chin was kind of over the bar, but as I was coming down, I I just drilled the bottom of my chin on the mm. bar, and it just goes, tink, you know, like straight up into my front teeth. <laughs> was and, this before and, or after Thea had her chin incident? I, th- I think this happened after her of incident. It was, yeah. it was sympathy. Yeah, yeah. sympathy knock. Yeah, you didn't and know so I, classy move. I immediately yeah. felt like this grit and like uh, you know just just you know like a, like a hard crumb or yeah. something like in my mouth and i knew immediately like i had done something that was some ivory off the teeth but yeah, yeah. i don't know if you can tell or not but it's this uh chipped it yeah it's just on down here <laughs> yeah i see it yeah i've chipped for, one of my for those at home but uh no it was just like a just a bad chip and um fortunately it's not like sensitive or anything like that and uh dr harding she just went in there and just you know, polished off a little bit yep. feels good as new so took care of me you need some holy water spread around your house dude mm. man i know this week <laughs> has been a lot better yeah <laughs> thank goodness well shout out to you guys spring break next week yep going to the beach with the fam i'm, I'm, going, I'm going on fall break but I oh yeah don't i say spring break, break. Oh, yeah, Kyle lives in Australia. i hope i go on spring break somewhere too but yeah fall break so y'all have a good good time enjoy the time off taking any all right see y'all next time thanks for listening that's going to do it for today's episode thank you so much for listening the denominators are ryan smith kyle binkley lance jones and me adam ray thanks to chet roberts for providing our music if you like what you heard please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend you can also find us on instagram facebook and twitter at common pod that's c-o-m-m-e-n p 
P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group, or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. Thank you.